Didn't think anyone survived Bagasi, sir. Spartans never died, George. They're just missing in action. Back off my Lisa stands full trip, and I'm rejuvenated and I'm remixed to plane. Trains and automobiles and for real got ill. In Brazil, I'm the Wizard of Oz, while on tour. And got war in Singapore, and I'm eating sushi in Japan, but there ain't no place like Super Mario Land. Alright, Trips, welcome to episode 36 of the Tidal Hack Podcast. I'm your man, Chris Scullion, and I'm delighted to say I am once again joined by my lovely gaming indifferent wife, Louise. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. A little while, yeah. Well, since you've been on this, I mean, we see each other all the time. Yeah, too much. Being husband and wife <laughs> and parents to a baby, but um, in terms of podcastry, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's last... Oh, it'll be last year at some point. Probably a good oh, year almost. before you had... Oh, it would have been. Definitely mm-hmm. before you had Serena, who's now nearly eight months old, so definitely at least eight months, mm-hmm. if not longer. So yeah, but now you're back forever. Back again. Well, back without reason. Whenever you're up for it, basically. Yeah. You know, they're, they're probably going to be nice. You can't be arsed in the podcast. And that'll be fine. Like tonight. <sighs> Just <laughs> um, Speaking of which, I'm hoping to be making the podcast weekly from now on. Um, you don't need to be involved. Sorry, making a face here. You don't need to be involved in them all, don't worry. Um, as far as getting on top of news and such, um, in the podcast have been pretty few and far between while Serena's been at baby stage, but she's getting kind of more reliable. Although, as I say, this we're both sitting eagerly looking at a baby monitor just now in case she makes a moves an inch, in which case we'll be firing up the stairs to, to see her. Uh, but for now, we're okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's the podcast about to go weekly. Um, I've I'm upgrading Tidal Hack, uh, the back end, oh, uh, to add a new plugin, which basically means you can hide posts. The reason I haven't done a lot of podcasts in the past um, is because when every time I do a podcast, I've got to write a new post because that's how um, iTunes picks up my podcast. It's, it looks at the site for posts that are tagged podcast. Um and there's times I don't do a lot of articles on the site and I don't want the site just to be full of podcast stories because mm. no one gives a shit about that. Um, they give a shit about the podcast but they don't want the site to be full of people who don't care about the podcast. This is like placeholders, isn't it? Exactly. Way, yeah. People who don't care about the podcast don't want to have to scroll through loads of podcasts. To a real article, yeah. So theoretically with this plugin, I can hide the podcast posts but they still appear on the feed so iTunes and stuff will still pick them up and I can still link to them on Twitter and stuff but they won't appear on the front page. Um, meaning I can do loads of podcasts and it won't mess up the site mm-hmm. uh, so that's the dream and we'll see soon if that works but for now let's do this week's because that's the whole point that's why people are listening so the big news is that after 15 years Reggie fils is leaving is that how you say his name? yeah what do you think it was? how do you say where is it spelled again? Um, it's not spelled but I write it but I think it was like a me at the end Feels M- M- e. It sounds like Theresa May when you say it, though. That's Reggie Theresa May. Yeah. <laughs> so like... Reggie and Theresa May are both leaving Nintendo uh, to be replaced by Doug Bowser. <laughs> good riddance. Well, good riddance to happen. Not uh, to him, but to no. her. Um, leaving Nintendo to be replaced by Doug Bowser. It's a great um, name. Of course. That's got to be made up, though. I've never, ever heard of that as a surname. Have you? No, Bowser? I've never heard of it, but I don't think it's made up. I mean, I've never heard of Fizame before, or indeed Treasame yeah, before that he, before he joined. So. I was going to say that sounds more real, but I mean, it doesn't re- necessarily, but... Oh, you be a Canadian heritage, you're saying that a French-sounding name is fake? No, it's more real, that's what I mean, than Bowser. Um, I don't know. Well, people are also saying that Daisy Ridley might join because Ridley's the enemy in Metroid. They're saying they might as well get Daisy oh, Ridley. Oh, right, 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 yeah, good. It's very hilarious. Um... 
and also Mario Lopez from Saved by the Bell. Because it's not like a million Marios out there anyway. <laughs> not very good ones. But um, so yeah, it's sad because Reggie's he's been the man. He's been the face of Nintendo of America for well, 15 years. They first kind of appeared at E3 2004 like as a kind of new guy. I think his first line was, my name is Reggie. Um, I'm about kicking ass, taking names and playing games. <laughs> that was like how he introduced himself. Was he the president like, right from the beginning? No, I don't think so. He became the president um, after a while. Um, but no, obviously he's not. Now he's just retiring to spend time with his... Well, his, his words were, this isn't game over for me. I'm just levelling up to spend more time with my uh, wife and kids and friends. So mm-hmm. Fair enough, fair play. Um, it must be a pretty stressful job. I mean, it must be boring having to give the same kind of press answer so even even though you know you can tell he's a fan and he loves doing what he does it's always it was always kind of frustrating when you had games sites interviewing him about upcoming games and that and he has to turn on the PR mode and just say so you know we've got a lot of great stuff coming on and you can tell that he's just giving the corporate mm. answers cause, so it's good fair play I mean, he's, he's done well he's seen Nintendo through ups and downs when he joined the GameCube was still going um, one of the first things he did was like, introduce the DS um, like the old the, the prototype DS which looked different from the final one so he joined when Nintendo was kind of near the bottom mm. uh, saw the DS come out and then the Wii come out and then get really massive again saw the 3DS come out and struggle for a while saw the Wii U come out and the yeah, arse fall out yeah. then 3DS do well again and now the Switch so he's seen ups and downs uh, but yeah, more ups and downs than that pair of Soho drawers I suppose you could say but, um, but yeah so he's been he's been good and now he's been replaced by Doug Bowser um, who's been there a year or two I think a couple of years um, so you know nothing about him then? no he's fine he seems to be he seems to be legit from what I've seen um, there's a picture doing the rounds that people are claiming is recent but it isn't really it's from when he first joined um, with him holding the sign saying thanks for the welcome in his room in his uh, office kind of smiling but people noticed in the background there's a Mario and Luigi plush toy and they're both tied together, like tied up as if they're <laughs> being held prisoner. So he's obviously playing off his name, so fair play. But yeah, it's a shame. Um, it's a shame, but he's done well. There's not really much Well, like we said it. before, it, there's not that many chief execs that last that long. Mm. He's done well, even if he wasn't all 15 years at the top, most of it. Yeah. Most of it was his president, right? Yeah, and considering when you look at, now that he was the CEO, he was more the president, but when you look at uh, other kind of execs for other game developers. You've got. That's what the Microsoft guys. I was going to say you've got ex- exceptions. You've got Phil Spencer at Microsoft, who's nice, and uh, the, the, some of the folk at Sony seem decent enough as well. But you've got ones like Bobby Kotick at Activision, who's just a fucking. You hate that guy, don't you? Fucking sleaze. <laughs> um, not sleaze because you know very sexual, but greedy like scumbag, like greedy bastard, basically. Mm-hmm. People like that. Um, it makes you appreciate people like. Reggie and like Iwata when he was still alive mm. when they kind of knew the score that they, it was all about fun but anyway good times um, the other big rumour doing the rounds and everyone's pretty much taking it as gospel but I think they should kind of be a bit careful is that Microsoft and Nintendo are working on something specifically the rumour is that Microsoft is going to be porting is basically going to be putting stuff on the Switch and that will come in two forms it will come as direct ports of games they've got it won't be like full-on games, so you're not going to get Forza Horizon uh, 4 or Forza Motorsport 7 on the Switch because they're far too powerful. They're mm-hmm. Xbox One games and they won't work. But stuff like Ori and the Blind Forest, which is like a kind of uh, digital-only game on Xbox One, which could, the Switch could easily handle, um, 
the rumour is that stuff like that will be ported to the Switch directly and then they'll make their Game Pass service which is all the games including Forza and everything um, available as a streaming service because they've got this new Project X Cloud streaming thing that they're setting up and they're doing beta tests this year at some point um, which basically lets you play Xbox games on your phone or a tablet or so it makes sense for the Switch to be included in that. So how's that not the full Xbox One game then? <laughs> because you're streaming it in instead of downloading it and playing it. So it'll be easier? On, I'm not really good with stuff like that. I was we'll like, put it this way, the Switch can't handle. Say you've got something like Forza Horizon mm-hmm. uh, 4. It's the full game uh, kind of thing. The full game and it's like a 90 gigabyte download. But other than that, it's... Well, it's just the size of it. It's not even just the size, uh, but that's, that's the start. Right? Yeah. So for starters, it's massive for the Switch because the Switch doesn't have a lot of big storage yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. But that's just the start that... In terms of the power, uh, it pushes, it pushes the, the base, rate, the yeah. base Xbox One to its very limits, yeah, yeah, and the Switch is far less powerful than that. Yeah. So they would have to massively downgrade it to get it running yeah, on the yeah. Switch. So it's a non-starter basically because the Forza Horizon Two they could get on the Switch uh, because that was a, a 360 game, and by and large Xbox 360 games tend to get ported over fairly well, like Bayonetta and stuff like that. But um, it's just far too powerful. It's far too uh, impressive, visually impressive a game to run on the Switch at all without massive compromises. Mm. So, what game, what this xCloud thing would do is essentially make it a Netflix situation where you've got the list of games and the Game Pass, you subscribe to Game Pass like I do already. Whereas on, but whereas on the Xbox One, you choose the games you want and it downloads them and you run them normally. This would stream them in Netflix style, so you would need a fast connection. Um, that's the only thing I'm not unsure about how this is going to work on the Switch because um, the Switch is pretty much Wi-Fi only unless you kind of dongle it up with or you can like use it on the bus or something like that no yeah. no, no chance um, unless this Project xCloud does something pretty special with 3G connections or 4G but I doubt it um, so it's interesting to see how useful that's going to be but like you said it's still speculative anyway isn't it it's still speculative and that's what I was going to say the original source for this is a YouTube channel called Direct Feed Games uh, which is run by a guy who used to be known on NeoGAF, which is a kind of games forum, is Nate Drake. The people are saying, oh, well, it's Nate Drake, he's an insider, so he's... It's like, no. He's, he, he knows, from, from what I can gather, I don't know the guy that well, but from what I can gather, I'm reading up on him, he knows other insiders, um, like I do. Um, he's a middleman, kind of. Kind of, and, and some of the stuff he said before has been wrong. So it's not like by him saying this, people are going, oh, well, that's, that's happening then. Um, well they are saying that but they shouldn't be like he when before the Switch came out he came out and did a tweet and says I can say with confidence that the Switch will have a Pascal based NVIDIA chip and Pascal was like the new type of NVIDIA mm-hmm. uh, mobile chip that was coming out and it turned out they, it ended up being a Maxwell chip which was the predecessor to it so not the powerful one but the less powerful he one said with and confidence. he said with confidence it's going to be so like that was bullshit that was wrong um, so the fact that he's now saying that this is happening and you get sites like Game Informer and then Polygon's picking it up off of Game Informer saying, oh, well, what about that? Mm. It's like, cool it. Like, wait, by all means, call it as a rumour or just speculation, but this is a guy who, with the greatest respect to him, doesn't have a 100% record, so let's just cool it and wait and see. But I'd he doesn't love it. actually work for you, those companies, does no, he? No, it doesn't. He's just like a guy. Now, I, I would love this to yeah. happen, but um, I'm not getting you. too excited about it until I get solid evidence because I've seen a million of these rumours appear in, in the past, over, over the years like Pokemon Stars was bullshit um, Achievements on Switch was bullshit like mm. Pascal chip on the Switch was bullshit 
Um, so and just, it's all his fault. Not all him, but like I've, I've just mean I've been around the block enough times mm. to know that some uh, YouTube channel uh, with again with respect, like eleven thousand followers, suddenly deciding they've got a enormous bombshell leak mm. that nobody else, none it's of the other big sites, managed to pick up on. Um, I'm just wary. So it would be exciting, but let's just cool it. Let's just wait and see. Um, but speaking of that, though, the Monday Graveyard podcast on Twitter uh, sent in a question that asked that if this Microsoft and Nintendo thing is solid, and obviously that's an if, uh, what Xbox and Xbox 360 games should be added to Project X Cloud or whatever it ends up being for playing on the Switch? Um, and they say in the fort and that symbols, which is a Banjo Kazooie 360 game. I'd go one further than that. I want Rare Replay on the Switch because most of the Rare games that are on that were Nintendo games anyway. Um, Rare Replay was Xbox One game. I was going to say, but you've got it anyway. I know, but we're talking about what what Xbox games should be put on the Switch. Mm. I think that should be one of them. It's got loads of NES games and N64 games on it already. Um, It makes sense for that to be one of the kind of Microsoft's. If Microsoft and Nintendo are really kind of reaching their hands over the table and handshaking. It's symbolic, uh, wouldn't it? It's symbolic. This this is the most obvious game to end up on it because half of it's made up of Nintendo games anyway. So. Uh, and Nintendo games that people always wanted on Virtual Console and never got to do uh, because Microsoft owned the rights to mm. them. Um, and you could even have like a, you could make it like a rare replay special edition where they also add the Donkey Kong games that have been stuck in limbo because uh, Nintendo can't release them. Uh, well, they have done in the past, but they've all, there's been kind of touch and go. But Nintendo have released some, but not all because Microsoft owns some of the rights and Microsoft couldn't add the others because they got Donkey Kong in them. So stuff like Diddy Kong Racing. Um, the Donkey Kong Country games, uh, Donkey Kong sixty four. Like nice to see a special rare, rare replay, which has got them added as well. That'd mm. be pretty cool. So the Spider Man of games, eh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm going to open the can of Iron Brew. So my mouth is very dry. See, you know me, me with my orange juice. Hmm? Trying so carefully not to tap it on the table. I know, but I'm promoting Iron Brew not officially, but. You shouldn't be because you're not Morally, getting paid. I'm not getting paid enough for like a try. Um, up next, uh, that's the news basically. That's the two big news stories. Reggie's pissing off and um, have rumoured, but I'd say with 70% certainty that Microsoft and Nintendo are pals. I still think they're doing, I still think they're planning stuff together. Like, when Minecraft came out on the Switch, you could connect the Xbox Live and unlock achievements in it. So, And Microsoft are. Um, given a presentation at the next GDC game developer conference where they're going to um, basically reveal Xbox Live uh, support for the Switch, which means any developer, pardon me, um, any third party developer that makes a game for the Switch can, if they want, add Xbox Live integration. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what that's what people are taking from it. It's not, they've not properly revealed it yet, but the implication is that if you want to add achievements to a game or add online multiplayer like with cross play so that you can you on the switch you can play against xbox players theoretically you can sign into xbox live on your switch through the game and either unlock achievements or play against each other so basically so there's integration going on uh, so i don't doubt that in the future microsoft and nintendo probably will team up and release something together um but at this stage i don't know if it's as far as is being reported we just need to wait and see um but yeah well, i briefly touch on a couple of site things this is a new thing I want to start doing if this is going to be a weekly 
podcast and it makes sense for me to promote the site as well um, and start actually saying what's on the site. Uh, the Tarot Hack Game Club has launched. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's doing really well. It's doing a lot better than I thought it would, to be honest. Uh, I decided to launch it and say we'll see how this goes. You picked and, a kind of random game, didn't you? I picked Zelda 2 because it's a game that most people have got access to because it's on the Switch, is the Switch Online NES service, so everyone with a Switch and Switch Online has access to it. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, anyone with an NES Mini can play it mm-hmm. or Virtual Console can buy it or can play it on an emulator. So there's a million different ways to get hold of Zelda 2, so I figured that was an easy one to start with. Um and yeah, the general idea is that you play through the game and there's a Discord, there's a title hack Discord server uh, where everyone can jump on and just chat about the game as they're playing through it and share tips and all that as if uh, you were in the playground back in the 80s. Pardon me. Um, and it's doing really well. Let me show you visually. It's a game club channel. And like this, everyone, loads of different people talking about it. And sharing. you say it's like a really hard game as well? Yeah, so. and I think that's one of the reasons I picked it is it's one of these games that's really... You kind of need help with yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'll the chat on it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a game that... You could have, we could have added... They could have made it something like Super Mario Bros. 3, but all that would happen is you would get people just saying, okay, I'm starting it now, and then within a few hours, say, right, beat it. And that's it. There's nothing mystical about it. But Zelda 2 is one of those games that, over the years, I've seen so many people saying, I want to get into Zelda 2, but after half an hour, I just give up. That game's just far too hard. Because back then... It was different. You, you got a game and you just stuck with it because You'd have you didn't have anything else. Game, yeah. It was 40 quid and you were stuck. <laughs> and you would get games magazines and the magazines would give kind of help. And the game manual actually guides you through the first... Yeah, I remember getting manuals and stuff. Like yeah, and no one reads the manuals anymore. Nobody is, you I didn't know, even know they came with anything. No, and, and like the Switch Online, the games don't come in manuals as far as I'm aware and stuff like mm. that. So um, a lot of people are missing out on a big part of the game, which was... You got Zelda 2, you read the manual first, and the manual literally guides you from the start of the game through the first town, through the first palace and how to beat it, so you know where you are at the mm. start. So I put the manual on the site and said, right, read this first, because this is the start. And it's brilliant, there are loads of people who are just cheering, helping all that, and like um, over time I'm going to be putting some magazine articles in there so that people can see how it was covered at the time and all that, it was cool. So... Yeah, it's not too late to join. If you go to tyrolhag.com, you can see the story about the game club. Um, so you can join in now and get stuck into Zelda 2. There's loads of people on there who are willing to help you get through what's probably the hardest Zelda game to get into. Um, there's just loads of... It's an NES game. It's loads of NES-style um, characteristics in that. It, there's stuff that there's no way you would be able to figure out. <laughs> someone saying, oh, by the way, you need, the, you need to be able to turn into a fairy fly over that wall just just in case you didn't know and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's worth doing. Um, I also recently reviewed the GCHD Mark II, which is an HDMI dongle for the GameCube. Uh, so there's like 35 minutes of footage um, on the site and on my YouTube channel. And if you want to see that, it's quite impressive. It's expensive, but looks the part. Basically makes your GameCube games look better. Um, so, so is it only for the like hardcore GameCube I'd say so. If, you've got, if, if you still play GameCube games on your GameCube, a lot of people play them on the Wii, and some people even hack the Wii U because it's got an HD output. Mm. Um, but that's there's so much work involved in that. For the most part, people play it on the GameCube or on the Wii, or even on an emulator. Like if you play it on an emulator, number one, shame on you. And number <laughs> two, uh, you're going to get better quality on an emulator, obviously, than you're going to get on the f- normal hardware. But if you play on the GameCube, this is the best 
the best picture we'll get essentially yeah. so yeah there we go I want to quickly touch on what I've been playing as well because that's another thing I want to do I'm playing loads, loads of games all over the place uh, I've been playing Tetris 99 like it seems a lot of people have been playing it it's brilliant uh, not that I'm boasting but the first time I played it I finished second out of 99 hmm. and then like the third time I played it I finished first because I'm something of a Tetris uh, nerd yeah. yeah nerd exactly um, I'm loving it it's it's really trippy isn't it you're thinking of Tetris Effect which I've also been playing Tetris 99 is the Battle Royale one where 99 people play it at the same time oh, I didn't see that one I've not showed you that one yet um, basically you start the game and surrounding you is are the other 99 people playing Tetris at the same time and every time you clear a Tetris it fires off an attack at one of them and pushes them up well huh. like when you're playing two player Tetris mm-hmm. it's like that but with 99 people um, and the aim is to be the last one surviving so that the other 98 get game over before you do it's brilliant and it's free if you've got Nintendo Switch online thing um, Reese Lewis says like to you if you think Tetris 99 is a sign of good things to come in terms of extra content on Switch Online, hopefully, because it sounds like Nintendo's done a deal with the Tetris company and uh, whatever developer it was that did it um, to make that a Switch exclusive because it seems like that's it's like a free thing for Switch Online users by the looks of it. Um, but yeah, if they've if they got more of, more of that sort of thing planned, there's just going to be even better value for money. It's all good. Um, Would you have to pay for Switch Online? Yeah, but it's really negligible price. It works out like a couple of quid a month. Mm. Um and yeah, like you say, I've also been playing Tetris Effect, uh, which is just brilliant. I'm mm-hmm. late to the party on that one, but it's mind-boggling. Um, just how yeah, the music was quite good on it. Yeah, just it? how it kind of syncs up to the gameplay. It's fantastic. It's highly, highly recommended. Um, Martin was asking, Martin on Twitter says, were those tweets about Tetris DX scores me hinting at Tetris 99 or just coincidence just the day before the Nintendo Direct I started playing Tetris DX uh, to try and beat my high score on it and then the very next day they announced Tetris 99 that was just a you had no idea did you I couldn't possibly say (laughs) couldn't possibly say Uh, but all I'll say is that I've got um, a track record of secretly leaking stuff before Directs so We'll just leave it at that. Um, I've also been playing Toe Jam Nero back in the groove, but I can't talk about that for another week or so because it's embargoed. But look out for the review on Tidal Hack sometime this week. Let me just quickly check when the embargo is for that. Um, so I can't say whether it's good. It might be utter shit, or it might be the greatest thing I've ever played, or it might fall somewhere in the middle. Uh, but the embargo is... 28th February um, so yeah next was the 28th Thursday next Thursday uh, expect not until late though if that's 7am yeah, PT yeah in the evening um, so yeah Toe Jam and Errol expect my review on Thursday night for that uh, the Switch version I've been playing it's coming out on Xbox now but we've reviewed the Switch version so footage the usual deal that I do with reviews now long review uh, in tech uh, written form and video form with commentary so and we expect that on Thursday. Um, and yeah, that's what I've been playing. Let's go to the old q and I got reader Q&A, as I say. Um, Gracie says, if you could try any food that's from a game, what would you pick? Would you pick Yoshi's cookies? Or <laughs> Yoshi's egg? It doesn't exist. <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat that. It's like green. <laughs> I can't even think of what food is in games. Was that Cooking Mama or whatever? Didn't she? Mm. Didn't she must have made loads of different food. I never played that, but... Yeah, I think Salisbury steak was like a, a standard... 
Milna. No? Is that kind of weird? I don't remember what Salisbury steak is, isn't it? Isn't it just like, like a, a weird sauce or something? It's like a crappier steak in it. It's almost yeah, like meatloaf nah, type thing, I think. Nah. I'm not an expert. Why, what would you pick then? Thank you. Good feasts and games. I tell you the least appetising food, even though there's no real reason for it to be. There's a game on the Wii, and instantly, as I started talking about it, my mind's gone totally blank. Um, oh, that's so annoying. Basically, the, the aim was that um, this princess was turning into a monster, um, and you had to basically go to various dungeons and kill monsters and bring their meat back for her to eat Ooh, the meat to turn because yeah. the meat stops her from turning. Uh, but the problem was she is a vegetarian, <laughs> so she's struggling to eat this meat. So seeing her eat it, you're like, oh, that's really annoying. So I need to look it up. So that's the worst meat. Because it's an annoying meat in that game was veget- Google vegetarian princess we meat. <laughs> <laughs> Meghan Markle, apparently. Yeah, it's coming up with Meghan Markle stuff. That's not that's not help at all. If I just did Princess We Meet. <laughs> Please tell me the name of this game. It would come out at the same time as Xenoblade. Um, this is so annoying. I can see it. Just say Wii U game It wasn't with... Wii U, it was a Wii game eating meat. Monster meat. Pandora's oh. Tower. Oh. That was it. Uh, <laughs> Google we game eating meat and finally go out. That was really annoying me. Um, so yeah, not that. The opposite <laughs> of whatever that the is. The opposite of that. Um, there's also there's quite appetising looking meat in games like Streets of Rage and Final Fight. It's just that it's on the floor. Oh. When you find it if, 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 yeah. it was, if it wasn't on the floor, I'd be up for that. Apples. Yeah. Also when you eat them, go uh, That's mm-hmm. sound effect. Yeah. Um, so I'd be up for that. Um, Turquoise September. That's a hell of a name. Username Turquoise September. Yeah. You're having it? It's all right. It's, it's quite just... poetic. Yeah. Um, it says, with sales of 3DS games rapidly declining, do you think Nintendo should stick with the Switch and mobile or continue with another DS like system? Uh, I've picked this question because you can actually relate to this. It says, he then says, or she then says, may have ordered that poorly. Uh, more like, do you think there's still a market for dual screen handheld gaming, considering I have to ask my better half to carry the Switch in her handbag as opposed to the previous systems where they fit nicely in a pocket? Oh, it's a man. It must be a man, I. Uh, so that's. Or it could be a woman. It could be a woman. A woman yeah. um, that's something you can relate to. Whenever we go out and bring the Switch, you have to carry my Switch oh, so, in your handbag. Well, not anymore, it won't be, but. No, but in the past. You'd, well, when I didn't have baby stuff. Yeah, it was really annoying because it's not that it's not that light, really, it's still. It's not that portable. No. Um. I think Nintendo should stick with just the Switch, though. Basically, he's basically asking, or she's basically asking, uh, should we, um, should Nintendo make another, make a success of the 3DS? I'd be surprised the if they did another a 3DS. It does feel a bit backwards. Or a DS, think, even, yeah. I just think, I think they're more likely to do a cheaper version of the mm, Switch. Me too. Uh, for kids, with, with the new Pokemon game coming out at the end of this year and stuff like that. Uh, but I also think they're likely to also have a more powerful Switch, um, especially if this Xbox thing comes to fruition. Mm. Um, just because the only thing that's limiting the Switch just now is power. Um, everything else is perfect, uh, but there's some you can still t- you can tell some games are struggling in terms of frame rate or in terms of resolution, like Doom on the Switch and stuff like that. You wonder if just an extra wee bit of power could help make more of these Xbox One and PS4 games port over a bit smoother. Um, 
and make a lot of them kind of come to the switch quicker um, because there would be less kind of downgrading needed. So I wonder. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it does feel like it's their new brand, isn't it? mm -hmm. So like you said, if anything, you know, when you have a new line of products or whatever, you stick with the same name and like you said, either call it... Because they had a DS Lite, didn't they? Yeah. Switch Lite or something. Yes, a Switch Pro or something. Um, Switch X or whatever. Yeah, double switch. Switch, <laughs> switch um, off. No, either. Um, switch blade, a more powerful one. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't see them doing. I don't see them doing another DS. I mean, for all I know, they will. But it would be counterintuitive. I think. I think one of the reasons people are excited about the Switch lineup for this year, uh, especially with the last Nintendo Direct, where they just threw a million games at you and says, "Here's loads of games. Bye." Um, is the reason for that is that before when it was a console and a handheld, Nintendo's teams were split. So you'd have people making Wii games while at the same time you had others making DS games. And then you had teams making Wii U games while you had other teams making 3DS games. And now, with the last kind of couple of 3DS games coming out, once those are out of the way, everyone's making Switch games. And so it just means you're getting twice as many games on mm-hmm. the Switch. So, and they, they really need to keep this momentum going because this is one of the things that people are loving about the Switch is there hasn't been any massive droughts. Um, they've, they've almost, it's almost always every month had one big game on it and they need to keep that going. Um, mm-hmm. And the only way you can keep that going is by having every one of their teams dedicated to making Switch stuff. If they say, oh, here's a new console, we want to take everyone off the Switch development and start making stuff for the, the 4DS or whatever they're going to end up calling it. Then that's that kills the switch's momentum dead, and the the switches get massive momentum just now. So I don't see it happening. Um, Normal luck it will, and I look like a total dick, but I I don't think I think the switch is their sole console going forward mm-hmm. um, for the near future at least. Well, it's going in more in line with what the other guys are doing now as well, right? Yeah, because exactly. Sony's not doing another handheld, are they? No, Sony's yeah. Sony's one Done system only, and Xbox, um, Xbox always has been, but. Um, yeah, it, it looks like Nintendo will be the Switch and that's it, uh, which I'm up for. Um, um, I think that's the right move. Um, and yeah, Martin also asks, a while ago there was a rumour Nintendo were going to be reviving a cancelled game. Providing you didn't have any insider knowledge, what do you think or want it to be? I heard about that, people were saying that Nintendo was bringing back maybe Project Hammer, which there's not a chance in hell. It was like an early rumoured Switch game, uh, Wii game, and it just looked like shite. Um suddenly these rumours appeared that they were bringing it back and I thought, oh no, that's, that's rubbish. So I didn't have any insider knowledge because as far as I'm aware that was rubbish. Um, but I don't know what cancelled game I'd want. The, most games that were cancelled were cancelled for, for a reason. reason. Um, so I don't know. I'd like to see a revival of Excitebots that only came out on the Wii in America and we got the import in at O&M and wrote the preview up and everything and then it never came out. Mm. I was like, oh, because that was a really fun game. It was like a site, sequel to Excite Truck. It's just made. I might do a thing on Tarot Hack on that at some point. So still got it. You count that yeah. almost as a cancelled game. Is it, I mean, I suppose it was cancelled in the, the UK, cancelled yeah. for Europe. So um, yeah, I would, I would want Excitebots to come to the Switch. Yeah, Excite Truck and Excitebots two in one on the Switch. That'd be brilliant. Um, but yeah, there we go. I mean, quickly check Twitter to see if there's any more questions since we started recording because I put another shout out right at the end. Probably won't because it's quite late tonight. Um, nope. Graham Mackay. Mackay the new says, "Do you think Game Pass and the Netflixification 
good word, hmm. of video games will lead to the comeback of mid-tier games. People perhaps see value in Crackdown 3 because it's part of the package they already pay for as opposed to paying full price for it. That's a really good point. Crackdown 3 came out this week. I've downloaded it but not started it yet. And the reviews tend to be like fives and sixes. Basically saying this just feels like the original Crackdown which came out about 12 years ago um, on the 360. Um, that's about rubbish. But I'm like, well, I like that. I like that game. And they're saying oh, it doesn't do anything new. It's like it only takes six or seven hours to beat and all that. I'm like, that's fucking perfect for me. If we got a baby, like, I, I don't have 40 hours to play on mm. a single game anymore. If this takes six hours to beat, I'm all up for it. Uh, but this is a good point. It's like, with stuff like Game Pass, if, if it's part of your Game Pass subscription anyway, like it is, people say, well, I'll, I'll play it. Fuck it. It's not no skin off my nose. If it's six hours and it ends up being rubbish, it's only six hours of my life gone. But how do they um, make money off that then? What's the subscription rate? Is there, there... Do they get? Is it like Spotify where they get like I imagine a few it is with pence third, per? Yeah, I imagine it's with third party games. Plus, they sell most of the games on there have DLC anyway. So if you uh, like okay. the game, you end up you end up buying DLC for it, and that they make okay. money that way because that's that's money for nothing. Do you know what I mean? And, it's like and, the and Gillette. Free. <laughs> um, well, not quite, but like oh, you get the, the razors. Yeah, they get the razors and sell the blades. The um, blades are the expensive one. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's basically that the the DLC is just. License to print money on it, mm. um, so yeah, it's it make it's, I totally agree with that. Like Crackdown Three, I'm happily going to. Like I say, I've downloaded it. I haven't got around to starting it yet, but I'll happily play that. But yeah, I went in the game the other day, and the shelves were full of copies of Crackdown Three for like fifty four ninety nine. I was like, no one in the right mind would ever pay fifty four ninety nine for that. But on Game Pass, yep, definitely. And if that means going forward, there'll be. Crackdown's a bad example because it was delayed a million times and took years to make but if they're going to be more of these kind of mid-tier games of a Crackdown level that maybe take a year to develop or, or like less to but develop like sequels it. and stuff yeah they, they don't have millions upon millions upon millions of pounds pumped into them uh, like the equivalent of an Excitebots or something like that just a fun daft thing that will never sell for 40 quid but is better than a Snipper Clips which is like a tenner that like kind of mid-tier range mm. I'm up for well more of that um, you know what I'm like I'm the, Andy Robinson at CVG once called me uh, the king of 6 out of 10s because <laughs> you quite like I, those I, I kind of games I prefer playing those games than kind of the big triple A mm. shiny glossy ones because I just like ones that have got flaws in them. Like, I like games They're that have got flaws because they've got character mm. um, Rory Mackay what's going to happen to the Rayman so series it's Mackays yeah, it's two Mackays but the different spell on the Mackays so the MAC so it's two uh, different Mac-I. people Mackay the two <laughs> the second one um, it says what's going to happen to the Rayman series anything after Legends I don't know they'll make more Rayman games I've never I've never heard of one for ages though they did Legends which is kind of side scrolling but kind of hand drawn what like that was when we were still in London didn't that come out no that was the one before it that was Rayman Origins well, when's that from? or something Legends was only a couple of years ago it was a sequel mm, to okay. that the Rayman series, but they'll keep making more. Everybody loves Rayman. Very good. Yeah, I remember we had like a demo, like a PC demo, because we had no That's money, so it was like, yeah. So we just used to play the demo over and over. Again. It was yeah. pretty fun, though. It's it was, fun. Yeah. Is armless enough? Yeah, very good. Doesn't have arms. That's the joke. Um, Johnny Wrestling, aka Ash Harrison, says, "What's the best uh, Mario Strikers game? Why is it charged on the Wii, and why do we need a new one on the Switch?" Well, there are only two Mario Strikers games, so that's kind of cheating a bit. But yeah, Mario Strikers Charged on Wii was excellent and we need a new one on Switch because we do, because it was a fun game and we need more multiplayer games, uh, online multiplayer and that was good. need more football games on Switch in no. general. Um, nearly at the top. Ben Kerry says, 
What do you think the benefits are for both Microsoft and Nintendo with the deal? Again, if this deal is true, do you think Microsoft should push more for getting some form of Nintendo IP on Xbox if they put theirs on Switch? I don't see that happening. People are, I've seen a lot of people asking what's in this for Microsoft, this deal, um, because it sounds like Nintendo's getting a lot of games and mm-hmm. Microsoft's getting nothing out of it. But Microsoft's getting more people signed up to Game Pass and more people Who's signing there? up to Xbox yeah, Live. They're getting, money from it anyway. they're getting a higher user base. And obviously Nintendo, will, will, there'll be some financial deal mm. put together there. And so Microsoft doesn't need to get Mario on Xbox because Nintendo won't allow that. And uh, Nintendo are within the rights to say, no, we're not really fussed about that. We'll take your games. Mm-hmm. But we're not, because Microsoft don't have, Microsoft want to push their streaming thing going forward. So they want their they want Xbox games on as many devices as possible. They've already proved that they don't give a shit about exclusives on Xbox because every single first party game they release on Xbox they also put on PC. Mm-hmm. So PC gamers are like, well, I don't need to buy an Xbox. I'll just buy your games on PC. And Microsoft are like, well, no, fuck as long as you're, as long as you're playing our games, yeah. they don't care what you're playing them on. So Microsoft's games ended up on Switch. They don't care as long as you're playing their games. They they're, they're happy, so they don't need. Um, Metroid on Xbox or F Zero on Xbox, um, as long as you're getting Halo on Switch, mm-hmm. yeah, sure they're happy. Um, that's my opinion. That's my white hot take. Yeah, they wouldn't be doing it if they weren't getting something out of it. Yeah. Like you said, I know it's just speculation anyway, but they're not. It's not a charity case, you know. <laughs> there must be. If they do it, there'll be something in it for them. Yeah, exactly. For sure. yeah. Two more questions. Thunder says. Given the fact the Xbox Game Pass catalog is rumoured to come to Switch via streaming, do you believe that game streaming is the way forward and the Switch form factor portable and dot mode will live on for years to come? I hope the Switch, I hope that Switch thing stays, like the, the setup they've got just now, where you can play it portable and docked. I hope mm-hmm. they keep that. I hope they don't do what they did with the Wii and the Wii U and the Switch. The Nintendo love this habit of deciding they need a new gimmick every time they bring out a new system. I hope when they bring out a new system, it's just a more powerful Switch. Because they've nailed it. Mm-hmm. Everyone says this is it. This is what we want now. Mm-hmm. And if they stray from that, if the next system is uh, TV only, yeah, you'll get a lot. You're of people, you're, all you're yeah. going to get is people saying, oh, "I wish I could take this on the move, like it could with the Switch." Mm-hmm. And similarly, if it's handheld only, you'll get people saying, well, "Why can't I just put this in my tele like I do with the Switch?" Sometimes I want to do that. Um, this needs to be for the foreseeable future. Nintendo's thing. Um, what was the other part of that? Sorry. Do you believe game streaming is the way forward? Not yet. Not yet. I tried PlayStation Now recently, uh, their streaming service, and it's not... People are too picky about the um, lag, aren't they? Yeah, and rightly so. It's, it's, it's not ready yet. It's like... That was with a wired connection on a 300 meg internet, uh, which is like the fastest we can get. Um, on my PS4, it's still occasionally kind of freezes a bit or lags a bit um, and it's like that's just not good enough if you're playing a fighting game or a racing game and you come to a turn and suddenly it freezes a bit you're in you're in a wall mm-hmm. and it's not unless until it's 100% until it gets to the point you can't tell a difference then it's not the future especially especially on PlayStation and Xbox where they're pushing for 4K to be the future you're not going to get 4K quality visuals perfectly without compression um, an instant input lag at the same time that's 10 years away mm-hmm. um, so until then no we'll see what you say I mean I guess that's only as well as like if the 
visual technology is still outpacing streaming. I mean, yeah. 4K is it now? What if what's it going to be after that 8K, 8K or something? Yeah. That if that's what people are looking for, then is it going to be able to keep up with up with that yeah. kind of thing? So that might always be ahead of the curve anyway. Yeah, ahead of the. You know, yeah, internet seems, speed kind of thing. Yeah, so. seems to be the case. I mean, internet speed's always getting faster, but hmm. there's a difference between internet speed and latency. Like, like well, it's fair enough. I can start a download going, and it'll pick up speed eventually, and download it like obscenely fast. I can download gigabytes in like a gigabyte in a minute or two now. This the way internet speed's going, but there's still a difference between me sending a signal out and then me getting a signal back. It's um, not in real time that you're... You're not buffering yeah. it. Like Netflix mm. has to take a few seconds when you start a stream to buffer so you're getting the best quality. Mm. But if you're constantly changing the input, mm. it can't buffer because it doesn't know what you're going to, what you're going to send it. So mm -hmm. it needs to wait for your button press and then, then yeah, encode it and send it. So it's never going to be instant. I don't know. Um, that said, PlayStation Now, I was impressed by how quick the response was. It's just that it froze and the quality mm. wasn't perfect. It's just not great. And finally, Goni7789 says, can I have Banjo-Kazooie on Switch, please? That is all. Which I think is a wise question. Um, and one that everyone should strive for. If mm. Microsoft and Nintendo are indeed becoming friends, Banjo-Kazooie Banjo on the yeah. Switch should be the bridging gap hmm. that crosses them both over. And I think... That is that. Serena stayed asleep the entire yeah, time. Yeah, don't jinx it. It's the opposite of what she did last time, where she just started bawling two seconds in, remember? Um, but this time she's out for the count. Mm, for now, yeah. Is she okay? Yeah, she's okay. I'm just yeah, checking. Sure. She's so still. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, in that case, that was 40 odd minutes. I'd say that's reasonable for, a, that's for what will send me hopefully a weekly podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Please do. Uh, the usual YouTube, not YouTube, iTunes stuff. It's been so long. Uh, do what you're supposed to do? <laughs> do what you're supposed to do on Bebo. Mm. Uh, go on Friends United. Tell everyone. Uh, the, the, Write a letter. Yeah, yeah, go and ask Jeeves. Search for Title Hack Podcast, um, and then yeah, put it on your Geo City site, um, and tell everyone to go spread the word on all of Easter uh, <laughs> that you that you enjoyed it. Um, no, uh, please do go on iTunes and review it and tell everyone that this is the future of podcasts. Um, even though it was very much the past the podcasts for a while, um, and now it's the future again. Um, spread the word on your social media of choice or Reddit or whatever. Say, hey, this guy has some dynamite takes on... Hot takes. ...things. Um, oh, go, and, go and tell people, like, hey, this Microsoft thing, uh, the Switch thing you're, talk, you're talking about, this guy says don't be too hasty. Uh, have a listen and find out why. That's how that's how viral things work, I believe. Is I'm it? an internet man, I know these things. Um so yeah, thank you very much for listening. Do go to tirelhack.com for all your gaming goodness. There's loads of retro stuff coming up. We've got a new cartography coming up soon mm -hmm. for Sonic R. Um loads of kind of retro stuff coming up which I'm quite excited about. Uh, but until then I will catch you on the flip flop. Louise, do you have any words of advice for uh, the boys and girls listening? No, not really. Except maybe based on that kind of Microsoft Nintendo thing too, is just don't get too excited about stuff like that because well, I mean, get excited, but I mean don't get upset if it doesn't happen because like you said, it's pretty speculative, so yeah. you know, chill out. You do realise you're telling the internet 
to chill out. Specifically, the, the gaming internet to not get upset about things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well tell grass to stop being so green all the time. Um, yeah, clearly I don't uh, engage in this very much. <laughs> clearly. Hmm. Um, okay, thank you very much, friends. Uh, I will speak to you very soon, hopefully next week with another podcast, with or without my wife, depending on how she feels. Uh, but we'll see. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.